Praise the Lord. How many people here have got a scripture on their heart right now that you stand on? That, that's not very good. How many people have the word of God ready in their heart to stand on? It's important that you don't have to fish and find your phone. <laughs> or you fish to find the, where did I put that Bible at? I thought I put it on the end table. What did I do with it? Don't do that. It's okay to read your word at night. It's okay to have it on the end table. But don't rely to get there in time. Because don't be reactive. Be proactive. Proactive in your walk with Christ. Make sure that you read it. Get it in your heart. If you hide the word of God in your heart, what does the Bible say? That you've not sinned against the Father. Isn't that amazing? Just hide it in your heart. Get it ready. Ready to use. Just like we talked about today. And uh, and it's good. Um, Colossians. And and anybody, who's been reading Colossians with me? Who's been studying? I appreciate everybody came Thursday night. And we did a study. It was really good. And I love the fact that we're getting deeper into Colossians and what it has for us as a church body. And I also know that in this study, I believe today there's going to be something that's going to happen. Not only in our worship today, I appreciate the worship band. Thank you so much for your worship today. Uh, But I believe the Word of God also is going to bring some things together for us. And I'm going to title this one, Knitted Together in Christ. How many people believe there's a knitting that goes on? What do you think that means? Now, who in here is a a lady that's knit yarn before and made nice little scarves? And uh, I know Nancy does. She's got her hand like this. I know she does very well. You knit, and you make these things, and then you give them as gifts sometimes. And it's really nice. And you knit. And are you wanting, as women, as you knit those, and there might be some men in here that knit. <laughs> Shouldn't say there isn't. <laughs> but, you know. And, and, and let me tell you something. Once you knit together, do you want it to untwine? Do you want it to un- undo? Do you want those knots that you put to, to come loose and it to un? No, you don't. You want it to knit together forever. This is an expression, uh, the, the, the strength of this, and all knitted together, working together. That's good. Um, what I want to do today, I want to take something, I want to set a foundation, and it's this. Verse 23 says this, continue in your faith, established firm, not moved from the hope of the gospel. And that's why I brought my anchor. Everybody knows my anchor that we brought in here today. And I, I don't want to be moved. That means if, I, if I'm on a ship and I'm out in the water, I don't want to drift. Anybody been in the ocean before? Miles out. Do you want to drift? How about, how about you're in the boat and you get out to do some spear fishing or you go out to, to, to swim around? Do you, do you want your boat to drift? So when you look at your boat and you start to swim and you never reach your boat, you, no. You want your boat to be anchored. You want to be anchored into something. So what I'm going to do today is this. I'm going to use this illustration, this anchor, and I've got some nice rope here. I'm going to anchor it around something. Can I, rank, can I use your I won't use your leg. Uh, I'll, I'll do this. So I'll, I'll put it right here into something that's solid. And I know that we don't have to worry about it coming loose. That's going to pull the whole stage down. Good. It's anchored. It means I can rely. That means on the end of this rope, everybody's, what, what do you, it could move. I, I won't pull too hard. That means if I, if I need, I can lean. See, I can lean on this. Isn't that nice? Not on my own understanding, but on God's word. I can lean on that. I, I feel good that, uh, that if I need to, to find stability, if you want to find stability in your Christian walk, you find you want to anchor yourself in Christ. You want to anchor yourself that you do not move. That means everything that I do is anchored into him. Everything, every decision I made is anchored, and so I know for sure that I'm going to be okay. Are you going to be okay in Christ Jesus? Absolutely. 
He's got the greatest gifts and rewards in him. You believe that today? Are you going to be moved today? Are you established and firm in your faith? Are you established and firmed and anchored to the rock today? Because if you are, you're in good hands. It's not all state. You're in good hands. Let's go into this. Colossians. We're going to go into this, and I, I, want, I want to take this section, and I'm going to have some fun today because we did on Thursday night, and I want to make sure that we all understand the teaching of this section, okay? It comes, I want you to know how much I am struggling. The word struggling means to contend, like in fighting. Ever see boxing, you contend with each other, or you have two athletic teams, and those teams are against each other, and it's a struggle, and it's a fight, and one wants to win, the other wants to win. That's what Paul says. I'm, in, I'm contending, I'm fighting, I'm struggling for you. For you and for those at Laodicea, it says, and for all who have not met me face to face. And it says here that they will be, he struggles, he struggles in jail. Paul, this amazing man, struggles in jail and says, this is the reason. I'm going to give you three things. It says, encourage in heart. Number one, encouraged in heart. That word encourage means to draw or invite close to console or counsel or comfort or admonish. That means if I want, I'm gonna have, if I'm gonna meet with anybody, I want face to face. Anybody ever tried a meeting on the phone and you're texting back and forth? It doesn't work. Face to face, we console each other. I draw draw near that we can reason. Okay, it makes sense to encourage someone. You need to draw near. You need to be in the same place. You need to encourage them in the words. That's important, right? And it says, then knit together in love. Which is amazing. The word means to unite together in reason, to teach, instruct, to prove. That means if, if I need help and someone's on the phone and they try to console me, that may help a little bit. Well, what I really need is I need them to sit with me, to pray with me, to counsel me, to use the word of God to lift me up. Does it make sense? That means we draw. The Bible says do not forsake meeting together. To, what, what? All the more to encourage one another. We need encouragement. You need encouragement, whether you know it or not. Because the enemy prowls, looking. We need each other so desperately. So we need to gather. We need to reason together. And it's knitting together. I love this word knit because it talks about instructing or it means to teach. To, to, and we need to be together to do that. How many people were involved in Bible study? It may not be this one. You're involved daily in Bible study. It might be with your family. If, lead your family in Bible study so you, you can be knit together. Oh, well, my family today, I don't know. I, I Knit together. There's no excuse. Well, I don't know. My family, I can't figure. Knit together with the word of God. You are responsible. You are. Knit together. Instruct, teach. If there's something wrong, you see a son or daughter, my son or daughter does something, I just don't yell at them. You need to, you need to do what I told you to do. I need to reason with them. Why is it wrong what they're doing? I teach them in the word, truth, so they understand why they shouldn't do something. I just don't, well, you shouldn't do that. Why? Because I said so. <laughs> That's garbage. Think about it. Because I said so. Because I said so. That's arrogant, isn't it? Because I said so. Because God said so. And I'm just trying to follow him. You get an argument, but, and who's going to win that one? I don't teach my children because I've got pride. I don't want to teach them pride because I, you know, because you do it because God says so, it's right. I teach righteousness. You know why? 
because it knits together. I want my family close. If I want my family close, we need to be knit together. What does that? God does that. He does it in the spirit. You can't do that on your own. And then it says to be filled with the full riches. Oh, the full riches of complete understandings. And that means running together in mind. It means discernment to shun evil. Man, if the devil's knocking on your door, be knit together in wisdom and understanding so you can discern and say, uh uh uh, uh not in my house. You're not invited. Oh, I can see that play. Because you're knit together. What's the best thing for my children? It's to be wise in the Lord. It's to have discernment of what is right and wrong. So when they come across wrong, they say, uh-uh, I'm going to shun evil. What's that going to come from? Understanding. What does that come from? To be knit together. What does that mean? It means encourage first. You see, these go in order. You can't go out of order with this. You need to be encouraged at heart, drawn near, encouraged in the Lord. And then from there, you can be knit together with truth and instruction, powerfully knit together. And from being knit together, then I can go off into true understandings. Then I can truly understand if I'm knit together in the body of Christ. Those who are outside the body, and they say, well, I know. Do you really know? Or I read the Bible. That may be true, but are you knit together in understandings and discernment to shun evil in mind? See, the Bible is in perfect order. It tells us here, so that they may know the mysteries of God, the mystery of God, namely Christ, so they can know Christ. The importance of church is to come together to be encouraged in Christ. Do you see the difference? We can come and just talk about good stories, try to, hey, I, I, I really care for you today, and you can say all those nice things, but to be encouraged in the Lord, to be instructed in truth that sets you free, to be released from the bondage of the devil. And every one of us, you know, he gets a hold sometimes, doesn't he? Because the Bible says this, to die to the flesh daily, to give life to the spirit to die daily to the flesh. All of us have flesh. It goes on, right? And that's where the devil sinks his teeth into his flesh. He can't sink his teeth into your spirit. He'll try to steal a seed of truth. But he can't, he can't hold fast to spirit because the spirit is strong. It's born again in Christ Jesus. So the devil's going to sink his teeth into flesh. And so all of us have times with flesh, right? Some of those just flare up. Instruction knitted together. In then comes understandings of that of the mystery of Christ is him. You see, if I want to know him, I need all of you. I can do my personal study at home, but what I really need to do is come together and be instructed. That's why I like Bible study. It's instruction together. We sharpen iron. You see how important it is? Sharpen my iron so I can kill the devil. I can pull my sword out again. I need sharpened. I can't do it on my own. I can read the word and I can reason in myself, but I need you to reason with me. So the word comes alive. My sharp and my sword needs sharpened sometimes. Yours does too. If you think you've got it all together and your sword is ready, let me ask you next time. When's the last time you've been good reasoning in the word with somebody? Knitted together, that you love somebody. See, what calls us to church is relationships that are knitted together in love. The power of love is done through his word. It's sharing and teaching one another, admonishing one another, encouraging one another. Can you imagine a church like that? That's why I love coming. This happens. 
one person hurts, we all hurt. Why? Because we're knit together. I was broken on the floor because I saw what was happening. There's been people that have been robbed. There's been people that the devil's stolen from. There's been afflictions that have come on this body. There's people that have been stolen. And I was just broken. We need each other. And we need the word of God to knit us together in such a powerful way. We stand with one another. One person hurts, we all do. One person's honored, we all are honored. We feel the joy of the Lord. You see, we need each other so desperately today than any other time of your life today. How many people have somebody to know of right now that needs Jesus? Today. I want to know Christ. And we get to know him by reasoning with one another. We get to know him by cutting word and sharpening. So next time that devil tries to show its ugly face, because I have understanding and I'm knit together, I'm going to stand on your behalf and I'm going to do something about it. Not go- I'm not going to let it just happen and then afterwards saying, you know what? Ah, did you hear about this? Yeah. Oh, boy, that's a pain. Let's pray for him. I want to be proactive in this. I want things to happen in this church that when you come, you know you're protected because you're knit together in love. You know you are in the right place. How many people are going to be on the wall? Who's going to be on the wall with me? Who, who's going who's to start to build a wall? You, we, well, God... You know, how many people prayed for protection before? Because the Job teaches us there's a hedge of protection, right? If there's a hedge of protection, then it's okay. We'll say, Lord, would you just bring a hedge of protection? Who's prayed that before? Be honest. Okay? Hedge of protection. What if he says, no, the hedge is built by you? What if it says, why don't, why don't you together, knit together, And then when one person hurts, we all hurt. You pray, you fast, you do what God's called you to do together as a team. Can you imagine the hedge of protection? You see, two, two instead of one. What can happen? So I think we just need to sharpen. I don't know, but I'm going to fight your behalf. I'll be on my knees on your behalf. And we, but you know what? All of us need to be. And so, again, I've got these things up here. Take a pad. Take a couple pads home with you. Put it at the house to remind you. You should be on your knees before the Lord. Put it on the ground. May, may, so, okay, that's a reminder. I need, to, I need to be praying today. I need to be praying. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do it after everything's done. Please, please don't take prayer that lightly. Oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll get to it tonight when I lay down in bed. That's reactive proactively says, I'll get up, and I'll, I'll meet the floor, and I'm going to pray for those people that you put in my mind right now. I'm going to pray for Gary in Jesus' name. I, I feel, Lord, you put in my, my heart, and I get on my knees because we're knit together in love. I feel pain. I feel it. And I'm going to get down, and I'm going to do something about it. See, that's the difference. That's what a sharp blade does. You don't sharpen a blade and sit down. You sharpen iron to stand and fight for one another because you and I both know we need it. Today, there's a lot of false teachings. There's a lot of heresy in a church. So all let's just feel good. It's not about feeling good. It's about being on your knees, praying for one another, fasting for one another, and seeing God break through. 
You guys, we, we, we know we need this. This is what the word tells us. It tells us, encourage one another to be knit together in love and then filled with the full riches of complete understanding so we can shun evil and see it coming. I'm going to get on the watch. I'm going to be on the watch. And I'm taking my sword and I'm going to sharpen it. Anytime I can with people, sharpen iron and I am ready. But all of us together. Oh, can you imagine the army in this place today? The power that sits in this place today with a heart after God and a mind open for his way. Can you imagine what can happen in this place? And then you would fight to get here. Oh, man, I'm going to be encouraged today, and I'm going to encourage someone else. I'm going to, Father, just use me today. Can you imagine what this place would be like? And so what I see is this, anchored and then knit together. Anchored and knit together. That's what I see. I'm going to be anchored in Christ Jesus. All my hope is in him. There's nothing at all that can happen. You see, God's in charge, and I trust in him. Even if I face something, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be anchored first, and then I'm going to knit myself together. I'm going to knit myself together with people in this place. It's not my battle. He says the battle is his, but guess what he chooses to do? He gives it to the body. He says, you fight in that behalf. We need to fight with one another. Not with one. We fight for one another, right? Fight for one another. Anchored. What I want to do today is this. I want to show an illustration. Okay? I want to show an illustration. What does this mean? Anchored and knitted. Anchored and knitted. I believe this. I need some, I need some people. I want you to represent. I want, a, I want a person that says, hey, I've got a struggle right now. I want a person right now that says, man, I've got a struggle. I want those who have a struggle right now that you want to work through. And believe me, this is family. This is family. Never, never sit in your seat if God says move. Don't do that. So I want those who, who feel right now that they've got a battle right now. I want to fight. I want you to come up here. I want to show you something. Anchored in him. Anchored in Christ Jesus, anchored, strong in him, unmovable. Why don't you come on, anybody else? Or maybe you need to represent somebody else. Maybe there's someone in your family who says, man, they need a breakthrough. They need a breakthrough. I'm, I want, if you're illness, if you have an illness today, I want you to come up here. I want you to come up here, and I want you to make a row right across the front here. The Bible says this, we need to be knit together in love. And this is the power of being knit together in love. And I'm going to do right here this, what do you think? Knitting means. Anybody have a needle? I don't have one. I'm going to use it, though. What I want you to do is I want you to pass this back and forth, and I want you to knit yourself together. Okay? Knit like a needle going through. The, and if you ever did kneading, it goes through each thread just like this. I want it to come around, and I want you to hand one another. I want to see what happens here today. I believe something's going to happen. It's not about an illustration. It's about understanding. It's understanding the power of unity. It's understanding what God means to be knit together. It means that you need each other. He decided when he knits together in his spirit that you never be separated. No one can snatch him from his hand. No one from the hand of God. He says, once you give your life over to him, he puts you in his righteous right hand. And then he says, this is my body. I'm going to knit them together in love. I'm going to knit them together in love. You will not be. You will be together in this. Now, all of us know what we're saying here. This is just not for these. But I want you to do this. I want you to take this, but first I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure we got a good solid anchor. Can I do that for you? Can you be the anchor here, my friend? I'm going to anchor you just like this, okay? You're knit together right there, powerfully. Okay, now I want you to take this one, and I want you to pass it on down around you, around your back, around your front, around your back, just like that, knit together. Because this is what the Bible says to be knit together. Doesn't it? Is this what it means? It's what the Word of God does. You see, knits it together in love. 
Okay. You're, oh, you really got down. You just got him squeezed. Okay. You, you might, might make it more private. And, okay. There we go. Side's so going to help us here. Side's so going to, he's going to sow the word. Okay. So this what, what, first of all, where are we at here? Where are we at first? Without Christ, where are you guys going to go? You're going to drift. Right? You're going to drift. But with Christ, what's going to happen? You're grounded in the rock of Christ. His foundation. Nowhere else. And then, then you have a chance to be in it together. Okay, so we got it. Now, once you get down that way, God, once you come back down. Sorry, sorry I think they can handle that, but that's okay. You, you can do what you want there. <laughs> okay, now on back down here. Come on back down here. Wanna, see, we don't have them in the back. We want front and back. We want front and back. Come on now. Bring her out here. Okay. Oh, you've got her twice. Okay. Some people are in there for good. Okay. Come on now, let's bring it around here. It's an illustration of how to be knit together. It's what the Bible says. First, to be encouraged in heart, to be knit together in love, and then what comes? What comes when you're fully knitted together? It says that understanding, fullness of understanding will come. Fullness of understanding will come. So we understand in this, knit together in truth, okay? So are you doing a good job? Get behind. Okay, where are we at? Where's our thing at? Right down here? Okay. Now, who has one side that isn't been tight? Okay, I'm going to take this. I'm going to pick it right around the front there. I don't want anybody want front and back, okay? Front and back, okay? So there's no way of escape. Okay, I'm going to come this way. Now I'm going this way, okay? Now, no, front you, okay? We've got to get you. Okay, we got you now. I'm front, around the front there. Take it on down. I want rope back and front. Let me tell you. Okay, there we go. Your boat, well, you guys are, good thing you're friends. Okay, all right, now coming down here, okay? Here we go. Got to get the back of him. Okay, on both sides. All right, now, we're grounded, right? Knit together in love. If I push somebody down right now and you're knit together, what's going to happen? Why is it the case? One person hurts, what happens? Now, if we're one church, you should feel that you're one. You shouldn't come part of a church body and not feel being part of it. Here's what's best. Once you knit together, God says, great understandings will come. Fullness of his understandings. So that what? We go on our own or we share and sharpen iron. Because truth does this. Truth sets free. So right now, we made an illustration of what God's word means. He's going to knit together with instruction. So that way, God has a hold of you. Not just you, everyone. Now, I want you to know this. Church is just not for you. It's for all of us. We're knitted. You can't break the knit. God doesn't want his church to separate. He wants you to know that he loves you. He loves only you. Knit together in what? Love. Love he gives us is love we share with others. The love, the comfort he gives us, comfort we share with others. Why is it so important that he gives us so that we give away? So you should be part of a team. You should feel part of a team. One person falls, you pick her up. You're not going to let her fall down. You're going to hold fast to the rope. You don't want her to fall. We don't want you to fall. We don't want you to be burdened on your own, feeling the pain, right? It's not right. It's not for you to carry. Fullness happens when we all take ownership of the burdens of all. We share one another's burdens so that we feel. So you're not supposed to carry it all because you're knit together. See, this is what church is and the power of it. And because we're going to stand strong, because it always goes back to a source. You can never get lost. You can never get astray. 
The devil cannot have you. He cannot sway you. You see, because it comes back to the original right here. Christ. Christ has you. Now I want you to realize in this passage in Colossians, anchored and knitted together, there's a reason. There's a reason. And that's Christ. In whom, listen, once you're knit together in love, once all the understandings of his fullness come to you, it says, in whom Christ all hidden are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Who wants to know more about Jesus? You see, they're found right here. Who, who, who wants to know more? Who wants to follow his plan? Who wants to say, you know what? I'm never going to be swayed. You see, it's all done when you're knitting together in truth. Happens. You're anchored. It says, Revelation says this. You ever heard this before? You say, I am rich. I have grown wealthy and need nothing. But you do not know. You realize that you are wretched, poor, blind, and naked. It says this. Lukewarm. He says, I'd rather you be hot. I'd rather you be cold. But lukewarm, I do not want. I'll spew you out of my mouth. That comes from that passage in Revelation. What he wants, this is the church of Laodicea he writes to. Rhetoric, all that stuff that comes, all that stuff that tries to come into church, all that, those philosophies trying to get you, what, to unknit you. Well, I don't believe that, see? I don't believe that's true. And you see what you try to do? You unknit yourself. You see, we need the truth of God shared with one another, proven, reasoned together so that you can't. You're protected. And in that, we're not going to be wretched, blind, poor. We're not going to say, hey, I am rich. I have it together. You know, I, I know what I need. I, you know, I'm good. I'm a no need. You're not up here because you have no need. You came up here because you do have a need. Let's realize that. We all have them. And that's why you stand together. We recognize we all are needy. We all need him. You guys are closer and closer every time we do something. It says, I say this so that none, it says, no one will deceive you or with smooth rhetoric. Smooth rhetoric means distorted reasoning, contrary to truth, misleading. Father, I know that this is just an illustration. I know, Father, that that th this illustration is, is not, not truly the, the power that sets us free or to bind us together in love, to knit us together. But God, I pray in the name of Jesus that your word will come alive in this, that we need each other. We, we can't do church without one another. We cannot be the body of Christ. We cannot accomplish the defeating of the enemy without each one together. I pray, God, the knitting is done by you the truth of God's word knits us together in Christ because Christ is the truth. And Father, that we can walk together, lift up one another to fight for one another. God, to stand for one another. And I pray, God, that the sharpening happens right now in Jesus' name. As we reason together, we're sharpened and we're able to take down the enemy. Father, with a blade that's sharp. God, I pray for the sharpening right now. God, I pray that your word will set us straight, that God will start to get our knees on the morning and we'll say, Jesus, who is it you want me to pray for today? One of my brothers and sisters, I'm going to pray for today, God. Who is the one? And that through prayer, we will see a change. To pray for one another and encourage one another, just like your word tells us to do. 
Lord, we love you. We thank you for your word. Lord, set us free by it. In Jesus' name, amen.